So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. This episode is a live recording of a training in our free Facebook group, Business Growth Secrets for Dietitians and Nutrition Coaches. If you are a registered dietitian, RD2B, or nutrition coach interested in learning more about how you can start and grow your nutrition business, then we'd like to invite you to join us in our Facebook group where you can receive additional resources and trainings to help you on your journey. Thanks for joining us. What is going on, everyone? It's Javier Carlin here, physical therapist and healthcare business coach here with my lovely fiance as always. Marissa, registered <laughs> dietitian, business coach as well. Awesome, awesome. So uh, we're very excited to be here. Um, we have a special training for you on how to network like a pro, how to network like a pro. I know that there are, um, you know, there's a lot of reservations, especially when you're just starting off a business or when you're growing your business uh, to reaching out to people, to connecting, uh, especially with people that you don't know, right? It might be a little bit intimidating uh, and overwhelming sometimes. So uh, being that we know how important networking is uh, and has been for our businesses, uh, we thought it'd be, it'd be, you know, a good topic to uh, to bring up in this group specifically. And it was one of the top topics that uh, many of you wanted to learn more about. So hopefully that's still the case. Hopefully you're here to learn uh, some valuable information, but not just learn it, also implement it, which is the most important thing. All right. So, so uh, without anything you want to say before we start? No, no, I think let's get into it. All right, let's dive in. Let's dive in. Today's training training is how to network like a pro. Here's what we're going to cover today. I'm going to go over. Yeah. So today we're covering what is networking. We're talking about who to network with and how to go about finding these people. We're talking about the big 45. So that's our little secret here. Uh, the big 45, how to get started networking. I know sometimes it could be a little overwhelming or intimidating, but don't worry, we got you covered on how to just get started. Um, we're talking about our top networking strategies. And these are three strategies that we both have used um, to network and create, what's the word I'm looking for? Relationships. <laughs> relationships, thank you. <laughs> it's 9.30 at night. I know. <laughs> create relationships and, and build connections. Awesome, awesome. So let's go ahead and dive in. Uh, first question is, what is networking for 50 points? <laughs> networking, plain and simple, is the action or process of interacting with others to exchange information and develop professional or social contacts. Awesome. That is 
networking. Yeah, that in its in its most simplest form. Like I know there's a big like, oh my god, I have to talk to people, uh, and I have to you know do X, Y, and Z, and talk to thousands of people, and go into my community. You know, and it, it can seem daunting, but really, if you break it down, it's it's this, right? It's just it's just being human. It's just building connections, mm -hmm. building relationships, right? And if you lead with that and think about that mentality. Uh, and we'll talk about the mind, the networking mindset a bit too. Um, it, it, it's a piece of cake, you know, walk in the park, right? And of course you have different personalities. Many people are different. Some people will be nice. Some people will not be nice. And that's okay. You just put a smile on and say, hey, great meeting you and walk away, <laughs> right? So that is what networking is, okay? So we wanna go ahead and dive into who to network with and how to find them, okay? So. Um, this is part of what we call the big 45. Okay. And it's a little bit, uh, it, it can change depending on what niche you're in. Um, uh, but we, we like to break it down into three different columns. Okay. And the first column is what we call B2B, which is business to business. So your business to a business, anyone else's business, that's not yours. Okay. Uh, number two is B2P, which is business to provider. So business to provider, uh, you know, We'll go over what the providers are. Uh, and then number three, column number three is B2C, business straight to the consumer, okay? So this gives you an idea and it gives you a breakdown. And again, simple, but but many people don't do this when they're either starting or growing their businesses. And the best way to know who you're networking with is to write them down, right? So a couple examples of, of B2B, you wanna break those down a bit? Yeah, so these are examples for us, for registered dietitians and physical therapists. Um, these are places that we've reached out to for B2B. So Orange Theory Fitness, you could Pilates, dance studios, yoga studios. We've reached out and done stuff at kickboxing studios. So all of these places would probably benefit from a dietitian. Now they may not all you know, accept you and want to network with you and that's okay, but there is a place for a registered dietitian in all of these places, just as there is a place for a physical therapist in all of these uh, businesses as well, right? So you have CrossFit gyms, um, smaller gyms. Sometimes I've noticed that it is harder to get in with the bigger companies. Like if you try to go to like LA Fitness, right? That's a massive, massive company. Um, sometimes CrossFits could be a little tricky to get into an Orange Theory Fitness is a little tricky to get into sometimes, but if you start with the smaller local businesses, they don't have as many like rules and restrictions and they may be more receptive to networking. So I would say um, if you wanna start, start with the smaller local businesses first and then start to branch out into the bigger ones. Yes, perfect. And to add to that, so for example, Orange City Fitness as an example, right? Uh, they do have quite a bit of rules and regulations. And at the time uh, that we were networking with them, they didn't allow us to do anything in house. However, they were hosting run clubs outside of their studio and I was actually able to get in with them there. Okay, and it was very beneficial. So uh, just gotta think outside of the box sometimes and uh, and, and make it work, right? So, um, so that's B2B and we'll dive into that a little bit deeper, okay? B2P is business to provider. And these are providers, right? Other healthcare professionals who have access to your people, right? Who have access to the people that you also want to serve. So we're, what we're gonna be doing here is gonna come up with a list of providers uh, in the vicinity around you that you can potentially connect with. Now, are there providers out there that have a scarcity mindset that will be like, oh no, I'm not sending any of my patients to anyone? Of course, right? But are there other ones that are happy to, happy to connect, happy to network, happy to, uh, 
you know, put the patient's best interests first and foremost, 100%. And in order to get to those, we have to dig through uh, the ones who don't have that abundance mindset. Okay, so providers. Now, we typically, uh, one of our tips is understanding that for providers, it's a long-term game. Okay, the, the best thing to do when it comes to networking with providers is to go for the ones that are recently starting up their businesses, you know, anywhere from it could be anywhere from one to seven years, really, because they're also looking to network, also looking to to uh, connect with other professionals. Right. The ones that have been in the game for a bit longer, uh, they might already have people referring to them or that they're referring to. Right. And that's OK. You can still network with them. Uh, but it's going to take more time. It might take months or even a year to, to start getting those patients. So it's not that you don't do it. It's just knowing that this is a long-term game. All right. Then we have B2C. Okay. B2C, business to consumers, um, are is, is, is any place that your ideal audience, your niche is going to be at. Right. So we have soccer clubs if you work with soccer players. We have run clubs if you work with runners. We have Facebook groups, right, directly to, to the consumer, directly to your people, right? And those there's, a, there's an abundance of those, right? Support groups in person, health fairs, right? These are all places that you can go to where you're having conversations directly to the people that you want to serve, okay? So these are ideas of who you can network with, okay? Yep, and now how to find them. All right, so That's how... Oh, how to find them. How do we find them? So how <laughs> yeah. do we find them? <laughs> so this might be the tricky part, right? You may off the top of your head, you may be able to fit maybe a couple uh, names in the business, a couple in the providers and a couple in the consumer. Right. And you may be like, OK, great. I have like six people off the bat, but there is more. There's a ton more. And the best way to find these people, number one, is simply go online, grab your smartphone, go to your laptop, go to Google and literally type in businesses or gyms or dance studios or yoga studios, whatever you're going for and type in the city where you are. Super simple providers. You could type in dentists. You could type in massage therapy clinics in Miami, Florida, podiatrists in Dallas, Texas. Just use the internet to help you. And then um, in terms of the consumers, what I find really helpful is most of the time your city has a website. So like we're in city of Clearwater, I can Google city of Clearwater website and it pops right up. And there I can get a bunch of information about what events are going to be taking place in the community and see if maybe I can get a spot or a booth or a table at one of those. And then the last tip that I have for you for consumers is if you're going for, for example, soccer clubs or run clubs, um, it, and if you're not a part of one, Maybe you have a friend or a family friend whose kid plays soccer or, you know, your cousin plays soccer or your best friend is a runner. So ask your peers, ask your friends, ask your family members, ask people in your community and put yourself out there and get involved because there's a lot more out there than we think. It may take a little bit of digging, but you can definitely fill up these lists. Yeah, right. So that's who to network with and that's how to find them. All right. So here is the strategy. Okay. The strategy is, is what we call the big 45. Okay. So what's the big 45? I'm glad you asked. All right. So the big 45 again is, uh, as the name implies, it's 45 people, 45 uh, uh, people or, or businesses, right. In total. And what we do is, and we're going to show you like how do we actually do this and, and strategize uh, behind it. So we'd get 15 businesses, right? We get 15 businesses. 
um, that makes sense to partner up with for our specific avatar. We get 15 providers that we would you know, like to work with, and we get 15 consumers, right? And this, what this is, what this uh, essentially is, is looking for 15 Facebook groups, clubs, uh, health fairs that you can be a part of and plug yourself into. Okay. So this is what the actual, uh, this is what the actual spreadsheet might look like. And as you can see, whoops. And as you can see, uh, the first list here is business to business, right? So 15 is a number, right? We like to have that number there. Obviously you can do less, you can do more. Uh, but essentially what we're doing here, it's a very simple process, but, um, but the first list here, we have business, right? So you list down all of the businesses that could potentially have your ideal customer. Okay, so you would list out all those businesses. Okay, the next thing you do is you list out all of their emails. Okay, you want to go to their website. If they have an email on their website, great. If they don't, it's okay. There are other ways to reach out to them, right? So, for example, some of them will only have one of those website emails where you send them an email through the website, uh, which I hate, but you can still send it through there. All right, so emails phone number, website, their contact information, right? Uh, one thing that for some reason is missing here, you want to write some notes about the company, right? We call it info and intel, meaning you want to gather some stuff about them as a company, what their mission is, who they work with, uh, what their goals are, how long they've been in business, because these are all conversation points. So you want to be as prepared as possible before you start these conversations with them. All right. So what happens next? Okay. So it's, it's been said that it takes about five uh, to seven touch points uh, to make someone from a, a lead, you know, slash prospect to a client. It is no different when you're networking, right? I like to think about it in the same way, right? At least, at least, you know, some of them might be sooner, but on average five to seven follow-ups before you're able to set something up, right? Whether it's a, a workshop uh, whether it's a, a set of injury screens, right? It, I wanted your mind to be prepared. Like this is not going to happen the first time. And if it does awesome, that is amazing, but it shouldn't be the expectation. Okay. So what we do, okay. Is as an example, follow up. Number one could be an email. Okay. Follow up number two, and this could happen at the same time as follow up number one, like them on social, like their stuff on social. Uh, and we'll dive into this a little bit deeper. Follow up number three, you know, engage in message. Perhaps you send in a second email and then you continue whatever your follow ups are, you put them on there. And then what happens is in that spreadsheet, the really neat part about all of this is you can write notes. So you write notes about what you talked, what you spoke about. So the next time you follow up, there's some context to the conversation. Okay. So that's that's essentially what you would do. You would put the address there as well in case you'd like to pay them a visit in person, which I always highly recommend you do at some point. All right. And essentially what happens with the big 45 is this. Okay. So you're like, man, that's a lot of people to reach out to Javi and Marissa. Yeah, I know how, how much you want to grow your business, but no, let's, <laughs> let's break this down. So we have 15 in each, right? 15 in business to business, 15 business to provider and 15 B to C, right? Business to consumer. So how do we manage all of that? Right. Is probably your next question. So, so what we do is we get the first five from the, we re, we get the first five from each category, right? B to B, B to P, B to C. And what we do is we reach out to those five first. So that would be 15 total. All right. We reach out to them for at least two to three weeks of, of consistent follow-up right? And trying to get their attention and trying to engage with them in conversation. Sometimes it might be a little bit less. Sometimes it might be a little bit more, but on average, you want to spend that much amount of time trying to get in contact with them, 
right? So what we do next is we spend that time with them. And out of those five from each category, we think, you know what, at least two, let's say two of them out of those, those first five, two of them actually are moving the conversation forward. They're engaging. We're building a relationship. The conversation is moving forward. Let's go ahead and keep those two. And the other ones, let's say they have been unresponsive or one said not right now. What we do is we swap them for the next three in line, right? So now we have two solid ones that are moving forward. We've swapped the other three for three more. And it doesn't mean we don't go back to the other ones. It just means that maybe it wasn't the right time, right? So that's totally fine. So we swap them out for the other three, right? We go through the same process, still maintaining these relationships here. And then we get, let's say after a couple more weeks, two, uh, two of them stay, right? So now we have four solid relationships that we maintain. And then you do the same process again, you lock in a fifth one. If you're able to do that and get five solid relationships built from each category and you're able to maintain those relationships and there's you know referrals coming in from those relationships, you're set, okay? You are set when it comes to uh, the networking process, right? Is that all you want to depend on? Absolutely not because you still can't control it, right? You, in, in the sense of, of you don't know what might happen to the businesses, you don't know um, when they're going to refer to you. It's a hope game, essentially. It's There's more control on B2B than there is B2P. B2P is straight hope. I hope they send me a patient. I hope that they send me an eval today, right? I so I hope they send me a client. And you can build a relationship all you want and you can wait for it, but you just never know when that fax is gonna come in, right? So, so B2B, you definitely have more control, right? Where you're able to do workshops, get people to sign up for your stuff, get people straight, you know, straight to uh, booking you know, conversations with you. Now, B2C, I love even more because you're talking to the people, right? That's the fastest way to do it. You control all of that, okay? All of the conversation, at least. So, so yeah, that's that's how we, that's that's how we work the big forty-five list. Awesome. Anything you want to add to that? No, no? I think that pretty much covers the list. Okay, cool, cool, perfect. So, how to get started with networking? So right. this may be a little bit confusing or overwhelming or frustrating. So like, what do you do? Okay, you did your research, you went on Facebook, you went on Google, you went on Yelp, you found all your B2B, your B2P, your B2C. What do you do next? What is your very first step? So we're gonna dive into that. So the very first thing that we recommend doing is sending an email to them, okay? In your email, you want to say who you are, what you do, um, are you a registered dietitian, physical therapist? Um, why you love to connect, right? Always bring it back to them. Why you want to connect with them. Um, what you love about their company. Do a little bit of research, guys. Don't just take a standard message and just send the same exact message to everyone. Make it personal. If you know people's names in the company, if you can find maybe some trainers at the gym, if you can find the owner, Try to make it as personal as possible. That way they know you really took the time to write this letter and that you're serious and you're sincere because people like that. People want genuine people. People want people who are sincere and really care. Um, so make sure you say a little bit about what you love about the company or if you're even a member. Like say, you know, I did Orange Theory Fitness. If I was reaching out to Orange Theory Fitness, I would write something positive about my experience there. Um, and last but not least, you always want to say how you can benefit their members and why you want to help. You always want to phrase what's in it for them, not, not that, you know, I'm here to take clients and get clients and make money. That's not the way that you want to phrase this. 
So as an example, if we're going into Orange Theory Fitness, oh, you know, as a registered dietitian, if we um, get the people eating really healthy, they're going to have a lot more energy. They're going to see results from Orange Theory Fitness a lot faster. If their nutrition is on point, um, they're going to maybe run faster, row harder, be able to push more weight uh, in the weight room. So all the benefits for their members, right? For physical therapy, oh, maybe you won't have so many injuries because what happens when people get injured at gyms? They typically don't come. They cancel their memberships. They fall off track. They don't see progress and they quit. Well, for a physical therapist, if Javi can come in to this CrossFit gym or Orange Theory and do little exercises and movements and give a little bit of therapy to keep their members in the gym longer, well, that means that Orange Theory has more business, makes more money, their classes are full and everyone's happy, okay? So that's an example of how you always wanna phrase things about what's in it for the company. So you wanna send the introductory email first. Then sometimes people are gonna respond to you, other times your email might just get lost, who knows, but that's why you have 15 businesses, 15 providers and 15 consumers to follow up with. Um, so then what you're going to want to do is if you don't hear back from them within the first 48, maybe give them 72 hours. If it's a weekend, if you don't hear back from them, you can send another email. Okay. Don't copy and paste the exact same thing. Do it a little bit different. Okay. Then what you're going to want to do is you're going to follow them on social media. You can actually do this first, even if you want, find them on social media, follow their accounts. Leave positive, happy, genuine comments, okay? Like their posts, engage, and send direct messages because who knows, sometimes that email may go into a separate folder, but sometimes your DM will go through. You never know, okay? So don't be afraid to reach out on multiple channels to people, okay? And then last but not least, go in person. This may seem a little bit scary or intimidating, um, but see if you can call ahead uh, see if they got any of your emails, see if you can speak to one of the managers or people in charge, or see if you can find a time where one of the managers or people in charge is going to be there. Because typically what we find is if we go to a gym, for example, and it's just like the trainers, they don't really have a say. They're always going to have to refer back to their manager or their supervisor. Um, so try to go when there's either a manager or someone in charge there that you can speak directly to. Schedule a time to meet with them if possible. That way they know that you're coming in. They're prepared for the conversation. They're not in the middle of class or switching classes. And again, always state what is in it for them and never state what is in it for you. Awesome. Sweet. So the next thing, okay, is once you're doing this, once you're doing this, you're going to go ahead and get, you know, one of these three responses. One of them might be, yes, let's let's make it happen. Let's move forward. I want to do the workshop. Let's chat, right? This is where you say nice <laughs> or, or it's nice, right? Set up a time to meet and brainstorm ideas, okay? Uh, so basically, that's what you would do after that person responds to your offer. And we'll talk about what that, what that is. Uh, number two, not right now, right? So if they say not right now, again, be polite. Thank them for their time and move on to the next person on your big 45 list. Uh, again, there are other, there are 44 other chances for people to say yes. So when someone says not right now, the other thing that I would add is make sure that you put a reminder either on your phone or or you ask them, hey, 
I totally understand you must be really busy, you know, growing your business uh, and doing X, Y, and Z. When, when should I follow up with you? When would be a good time? You know, is this something that you'd be interested in doing in the future? Yes. Awesome. When would be a good time to reach out to you? Uh, how about in a couple of months? Cool. Does November 5th work? Yes. Perfect. Right. And then that because not right now means, hey, maybe later. That's essentially what they're saying, right? I'm too busy right now. I have a lot of things going on. Not a priority. But no, uh, not right now is never a no, right? It's just a no, not right now. So the third response, no, thank you, is totally fine too. Okay, again, this is where you say, hey, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I really appreciate you uh, just taking the time to to um, respond to this email. Uh, I really look forward to, I really you know, wish you the best and the most success in, in everything that you're doing. Um, you know, feel free to reach out if you ever change your mind. That's it right? Three responses. All right. Some people might say, stop bothering me. And that's fine too. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so that's it. Those are the three responses. Okay. Now we're going to dive into a little bit of our net, our top networking strategies. Okay. So we'll dive into that. Uh, so this one, for example, injury screens, one of my personal favorites, uh, this is, I remember this day specifically, I had 12, I had 12 injury screens and out of the 12 people, eight of them, it was six, six or eight of them became clients. Okay. So that's a high number in, in about an hour. Uh, was, this was about an hour and a half of, of work. I was doing about 10, yeah, about 10 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes per each one. So anywhere from an hour and a half to like two hours that I was there and I got a solid number of clients from this, right? So what does this look like? Uh, 15 minutes each Q and a, right? I give them a possible diagnosis. So they'll tell me what's going on. I'll whip out my iPad and be like, hey, listen, based on what you've told me, like these are a few things that I think might be happening. Do you mind if I do a quick, like a quick test? Right. And then I'll do, I'll dive into, hey, based on, you know, we spent, I know we, I know this is only five minutes, but uh, based off what we found so far, I think it might be either this or this, right? I'm leaning more towards this, um, you know, and then I'll say, and then I'll say, this is probably what, what you should do next. And then um, what I'll say is, hey, you know, if you're, if you're interested, we can dive into this a, bit, a little bit deeper. Uh, we do what's called a, dis a discovery session where we dive into this a bit deeper, uh, spend about 20 to 30 minutes together uh, additionally, and we figure out, you know, what's going on uh, and see if we can truly help you with this. Is that something you'd be interested in doing, right? Coming into the clinic or me coming over to your place, right? Depending on what, you, what type of business you have. And they'll, and they'll say yes, right? Some of them might say, hey, do you take insurance right there on the bat? It's like, hey, yeah, uh, whether you do or you don't, you say yes or no, but hey, this one's totally free. And I just like to give you some more clarity uh, and spend some more time together, right? And that's how you get to move them forward, right? So 15 minutes makes it easy to be like, hey, I wish I could spend more time, but I have someone else waiting for me. If you want more information, like let's meet again. Right. And what I do is I get everyone to sign up and put their emails, put their phone numbers on a list, right? And then I, even if they say, if they say no, I still follow up with them. <laughs> okay. I still put them in my email list and, and continue to follow up with them. All right. Next. So this is something that I did at the kickboxing gym. It worked out really well. Um, but something that I did and, and did quite often there was tablings and tastings. So a couple times a month I would go and I would get some food and nutrition related, of course. And I would set up my little booth there. And I would create some worksheets and handouts. So this one specifically was all about hydration. So I had like frozen grapes and I was showing them like different ways that they could flavor their water because some people don't like plain water. And I had some handouts there and things like that. Um, the gym also let me give away one of their water bottles 
for the night. So that was awesome. And the thing about this was it was great because number one, like people love to eat. They love free samples. They love free food. Um, they had just finished kickboxing, so they were super thirsty. So I knew they wanted some hydration and oh, the, the free water bottle. Like that was awesome. So when, if they come up to my booth, they would have a chance to win the free water bottle. Right. So biggest things here would be number one, make sure that you're setting up the booth during peak hours. So they had a couple 5 a.m. classes and they had a couple night classes. Um, overall, I found that going to the night classes, they had a lot more people, a lot more engagement, a lot more people wanted to go, come up to the booth versus the 5 a.m. class. A lot of the people were just trying to get in and get out because they had to go shower and go to work. So make sure that you're setting up your booth during peak hour. Um, I had incentives for people to come to my booth. If I just stood there with a blank booth, like sitting at a table, probably no one would come up and talk to me. <laughs> so I did have to kind of lure them in a little bit with that free food, uh, free water bottle, um, kind of lure them in, right? And then the other thing that I did was I had sign-up sheets there. So everyone that came up to the booth talked to me. It could be about anything. I just wanted to break the ice somehow. Um, I had a spreadsheet there and it just had name and email address. And I said, if you just write your name and your email address, you're gonna be entered into a drawing at the end of tonight to win the water bottle. And I got about 10 people and there were only about 10 to 15 people in the class or small classes. So almost every single person came and gave me their email address um, and their name. So I was able to collect that information from them. So that was awesome. And then we did give away the water bottle at the end of the night. And then the other thing that I did with this gym in particular was I did these coupons and every member that joined the gym, the kickboxing gym automatically gave everyone like a welcome packet uh, with just some information in there. So I made a coupon for them. So if you see in the bottom right hand corner, it says complimentary nutrition discovery visit. I said uh, who this coupon was for. I had um, it was a free 30 minutes discovery visit, essentially, where they would come in, come to my office, we would see what's going on with their nutrition. And if they needed any help, I would see if they'd want to become a client of mine. And then up top there is my nutrition events calendar. So every month I always had a calendar. Uh, they posted it up in the gym. So we knew, uh, so people knew when I was going to be there. Um, and hopefully I would get a couple more people then. So awesome. This worked out really well. Definitely got some clients from doing these tablings and tastings. Perfect. Perfect. I love it. I love it. So let's go ahead and raffle. So I love raffles. Who doesn't love a good raffle, right? Uh, if you love raffles, put raffles in the comment section. So uh, with raffles, okay, you can see uh, that little blue box there. Uh, I completely forgot what I was actually raffling off. I think it was a book and actually a few. Um, it, was a it was a discovery visit. It was actually an initial evaluation that we were raffling off. Uh, with a report of findings, a movement screen, um, uh, fifteen-minute massage, all these nice things, right? So, so that was the the prize. I think there were a few other things that we added to that, um, but we made the prize irresistible. Okay, so what we did was uh, we asked for name, for email address, and phone number. Okay, and guess what? This is my favorite part of this whole process, right? Let's say before you think I'm. Um, unethical. <laughs> let's say we have, so let's say there's probably what, like 50 or more people in that room right there. So let's say, let's say I'll just make it easy. All 50 of them, uh, sign up for the raffle. 
Okay, let's see all 50 of them sign up for the raffle. And they knew that what they were going to win from this raffle was, was our health secrets book that we wrote together. It was a, a initial evaluation, right, to figure out what's going on, uh, what's going wrong with whatever problem they were having. And they all sign up for the raffle for that specifically. We can then come to the conclusion that either them or someone they know might have something going on right? So what we do with these raffles is we get everyone to sign up, okay? Everyone to fill out their cards. There is one big winner, okay? But guess what? Everyone else, all other, let's say all 49 other people are runner-ups, okay? So guess what everyone who's a runner-up gets? They get a discovery visit for free, okay? And we sell that thing like if we were selling you know, I don't know what, but <laughs> if we were selling hot dogs on the side of the road, I don't know, but, but everyone wins. And the reason that this isn't unethical is because if you have 50 people who are in pain and who wanted to win this thing because of a raffle, why not just help them anyway? Right. Why not help them with a free discovery visit where you can truly help them make the decision to get the help that they need anyway? right? So everyone wins and no one has to know it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that's, that's the beautiful thing about raffles. Um, they work extremely well. Uh, we didn't add it here, but what I did was I put those raffle boxes in, uh, one was funny, Jupiter donuts, uh, a couple of gyms and a third location that slipped my mind right now. Uh, but we put these raffle boxes in different businesses that we had networked with and those things were full, right? So what we did was we called them we called them and said, hey, you've just won whatever they won that's, that was on the raffle box. We collected those raffle boxes every two weeks and we made phone calls, right? These are a few out of the box things that you can do and they worked really, really well, right? So, so hope, hope that, um, hope that uh, gives you some ideas. And we are all done. We're all done for tonight. So um, everyone, thank you so much for being here tonight. Uh, really appreciate you guys. I hope you got a ton of value uh, from tonight's conversation. Um, hope you have a great rest of your evening and we'll talk soon. Bye. Take care, everyone. Peace out. Thank you so much for listening to this show. I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. So I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. If you are tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you are ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you are going to want to head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is only available for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.